Man, thank you for coming this evening, and uh, we will um, we'll talk about a certain passage, and, and one thing that is also a blessing um, in, in my heart, and please turn with me, if you have your Bibles with you, in Psalm 63, and actually we, we can study the, this uh, psalm here, but... Um, our time is like a little bit limited, and but we will be focusing on the first, uh, first two chap, uh, two not two chapters, but two verses of this psalm, Psalm sixty-three, and I'll be reading uh, verse one and two, and you can follow along with me, Psalm sixty-three, verse verses one and two. O God, Thou art my God; early will I seek Thee; my soul thirsteth for Thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in this sanctuary. Before we continue, we will commit this time uh, to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to have this moment and we can, that we can spend time in, in your word and help us, dear Father, to understand May your grace and your power be upon us that we would um, apply the things that we, we will learn today, this night and for the principles that we will learn. I ask, dear Father, that you would bless your people as they listen. May you give them grace. And as we, all of us here, would go out from this place, that we will, we will uh, be changed and and do something and whatever we, uh, would, we would learn in this evening. And Father, I ask that you would bless the remaining of this prayer meeting and that we commit to you all these things in Christ's name we pray. Amen. So I entitled this um, message uh, this evening, In the Wilderness. In the Wilderness. How many of you do, ha- do you have... Um, kind of a study Bible, wherein there's like kind of a short title at the top of every psalm. If you have that, yes, and you can actually see that um, here for me, I think it's the same with you there. It's a psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. Now, if you're familiar with the place of Judah, you know, in the southern part, uh, I know I'm... uh, uh, doing a, a little bit of geography there, okay, Brother Ivan? Um, he's actually teaching the uh, Bible geography in the Bible college. So, but if you're going to south of Judah, there's a pretty good um, uh, area there wherein you can see, you can see a wilderness. And uh, there's a lot of classifications and even what wilderness are. There are wilderness that's really barren. There are wilderness that kind of, there are kind of uh, oases. There's still water. There's still uh, trees and woods there. But of course, um, we will look into this passage. But often, um, I, and I will, I will in, I, the reason why I entitled this um, message in the wilderness, because we can see here the situation of David um, wherein he was actually, the reason why he's there is that he is running away because of his enemy. He, they wanted to 
kill him or something to get rid of him. And that's why he's, he's here in that kind of situation. It's, it's pretty hard when you are always keep running, right? I'm not sure if, if one of you here uh, been in that situation, but of course you can just uh, do your imagination and that uh, I'm very sure that uh, in, this in this moment, this situation when David keep on running for his life is a very hard situation. Now, oftentimes, uh, hard situation, hard times, um, let's say trials, right? Um, kind of trials in life are viewed in a negative way, right? So because it draws a picture wherein it's kind of lonely there. It's, it's, uh, it gives us a picture wherein it, you need some, someone to help you. It's, it's a kind of a draggy situation wherein sometimes, sometimes there's no help at all. And that's why most of the time it, it is viewed in a negative way. For some, for some difficult situations can be often a period of time. Now, it's not just like an instant wherein they are there in a certain situation where it's hard, and then they come out from that situation. So it's sometimes for, for some, it's kind of a, a period of time. I'm not sure if it kind of be a month or um, um, several months, six months, or something like that. But for others, it can be a lifetime. And that struggle in their life, they will bring that until they will die. And so there's a little, there's uh, other varieties of situation wherein, wherein for some it's a period and for others it's a lifetime. We try, and uh, in those moments we try to understand these situations in our lives and perhaps we can get an answer. Right? Sometimes we can get an answer right away. Sometimes we can get an answer from the Lord. Sometimes we can get away from that situation right away. But most of the times, we do not. And in these trying moments, and in these hard situations, where we can see where we put our trust. Right? And in, in, some, in the pa passage... Um, I think it's in Psalms that say some, some trust in chariots, okay? some trust with men and horses, um, but um, others would trust in the Lord. And that's why in these trying moments wherein you will find yourself, where do I put my trust in these trying moments, in, this, in these difficult situations? Now in our text tonight, uh, authors of different study books believe that David wrote the psalm while being chased by Saul. And if you read 1 Samuel chapter 22 to 23, um, pretty much you can see there his situation wherein he's constantly running for his life. Now at this moment, you have to, uh, we have to understand that he was already anointed by God through Samuel as a new king of Israel. But he was not yet sitting in the throne. And that um, the reason why he was king here, while he's king, he's king already, and while still Saul is in the th on the throne, 
because God already rejected Saul as the king of Israel. However, situations do not turn easy um, in the life of David. You know his life. And we can spend the whole night here trying to um, storytelling, but I will not do that. Um, it did not turn out first uh, well with his situation being the king of Israel. Before he was acknowledged as a king over Israel, he experienced difficult challenges in life. And one of those are actually running away from the king of Israel. Yes, for most of these times, his men were with him. You know, if you read like men, um, men of valor of, of David, those men are always with him. But I believe he felt loneliness, um, discouragement. Um, he felt also he was afflicted and one, he was wandering uh, in the wilderness and most of all overwhelmed with the trials in his life, in the situation where he at during that time. But you know, what really amazed me, because when you study the history of many Psalms that David wrote, you can see that on these difficult moments in his life, he wrote many of the Psalms. And that's what you can think, right? that it makes you wonder how he did that and how did he find joy how did he find satisfaction how he still be able to wrote those psalms even in the times of his wilderness now i'm talking here in something like in the wilderness i'm talking about a difficult situation and I'm not sure where you're at right now. I'm not um, same with God that can know your situation. Um, but God, I believe, knows your situation. It is vital for us that we must understand the purpose of our wilderness in our lives. I'm not saying that I'm denying the reality of the hard times. And um, because every one of us has a, sto has a story to tell, Right? Um, probably some of you have done financial struggle, struggle, death of loved ones, death in the family. Um, you, you've undergone family problems. You've undergone the loss of job. Uh, I'm not sure where you're at right now and uh, what uh, struggles and difficult situation you, you're in or will be going through. I'm not also saying that we would always understand the meaning of every trials uh, that comes that come in our way in our path in our lives but we would always pay attention to the purpose of the trial that God allowed in our lives have you ever wondered and questioned Lord or God why did you allow this in our in my life what is the purpose and in those moments wherein we can draw ourselves to the Lord because if we do not pay attention we will always think that God is not there for us we'll always think and felt that God abandoned us in in those difficult situations 
You know, so this evening we will see some principles why David found praises. And you can see there is actually, he's in the trials. But, but the passage, even the whole psalm would give us the idea that he still have this joy. He still have this satisfaction amidst trials. Now, I will make, uh, I will make these uh, principles uh, more personal. And so I will use a first-person pronoun to, to teach uh, a, to, to each point that I will be saying. And so first, and first here, we can see that my wilderness, and I'm talking about the hardship and trials, right? My wilderness is not made to see how strong I am, but how powerful God is. And you can see that here in this psalm. And uh, I will draw your attention here in first, first verse. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Now, here in verse 2 here, it says, To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Now, the... Things that going on in your life right now, and even in the future that you will be going through, difficult situation, probably it's hard for you to accept why you are in that situation. But, but those wilderness, but those difficult situations are not made to make, to make you see how strong you are. Because that is not the purpose of those things. It is meant so that the power of God may be manifested through your life. He wants to work with you. He wants to do something about your situation. And that's why, and I think it is safe, it is safe to assume that David has a good skill, right? Safe to assume. Um, it's good skills uh, said that he can use while he is in the wilderness. Because, I, because you know that he is a skilled worker. A skilled hunter. He's a warrior. He always goes to the battle. And for that, going to the wilderness, it's like a kind of easy for him. He's a brave man. But he did not depend on those things. But rather, uh, David acknowledged that he cannot do anything about his situation. And that only, God, only in God, he can find provision in his dry and thirsty land. David was in the wilderness. He was during in his trials. How about you? It's uh, to those also of you who are watching online. I'm not sure if you are in the wilderness. I'm not saying that you're probably running also with David in the wilderness. I'm not saying that, but you're in the difficult situation. You know, in in Canaan. Though a fruitful land it is, and it inhabited by new, numerous people, yet there were wilderness, places less fruitful, less inhabited than other places. Uh, I'm not um, really spiritualizing this text, but the wilderness gives us the picture of loneliness, um, discouragement, tough situation, or trying times wherein you felt like alone, down, or maybe abandoned by God. And I would like you to understand that your wilderness 
and your or your tough situation is not made for you to see how strong you are, but to show how powerful God is. But for me to be able to see the power of God, there's something that I should do. In in order for me to see that power of God, there are things that need to do. And look with me in verse 1 there. It says that, O God, thou art my God. And those are just simple phrases. But it gives us the idea that there needs to have, in order for me to see the power of God, there needs to have an acknowledgement of who God is in my life. A lot of us really know who Jesus Christ is. He is my Savior. He is God, basically, right? He is, he is the Savior of all. He's always there for us, but most of the time, we forget, especially in those very difficult situations, wherein we forget that God can do a lot of things, and especially can do miracle things in your life and in my life, and especially in this church as well. In that, in that we can say that, you see here, that's only two letters, my God. A lot of, many people here in this earth call God their God. But actually they're not. Because they are Satan's. They're the sons of, of Satan's. But th- that opportunity, it's, it's powerful because the God who created heaven and earth is my God. He is my father. To call God as our God and to call Him as our Father was an amazing and tremendous opportunity that we have. And it's through the Lord Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 8, verse 15, For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Meaning we can approach to Him directly with no hesitation, and concerned that he might reject us. No, not at all. Every time we come to God, God is actually waiting for that moment wherein you would cry to him, Father, help me with my situation. You know, in a following civil war, I forget the, forget my dates, but in civil war, you know what, uh, something like that, okay. Um, a dejected uh, Confederate soldier was sitting outside the grounds of the White House. And uh, I think you know this story. And a young boy approached him and uh, inquired why he was so sad. The soldier related uh, how he had repeatedly tried to see President Lincoln during that time to tell him, why he was unjustly deprived of certain lands in the South following the war. On each occasion, as he attempted to enter the White House, the guards crossed their bayonet guns in front of the door and turned him away. But the boy motioned to the old old soldier to follow him. And when they approached the entrance, the guards came to attention, stepped back, and opened the door for the boy. 
he proceeded to the library where the president was, uh, was resting and introduced the soldier to his father. That boy was Todd Lincoln. So you see, because of what Jesus Christ did for us in the same situation, we can come to God with no hesitation. We can come to God with joy and cry, Abba, Father. And, and it's still, it's and with those reality, this, those truth, and those um, things that we learn here, there are still uh, many Christians that would not run to God, but, but rather go to this person and, or that thing, except to God. And how ironic it is, wherein God gave us that privilege, and especially the prayer, that we can come to Him. So there needs to be an acknowledgement of, of who God is in, in your life. But another thing that we would do in order for us to be able to see the power of God is that there needs to have a longing to the presence of God. Now look with me in the same verse, in verse 1. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. We see how David pictures, pictures out his need of God in his tough situation. Stressing out his need of God's presence in a dry and thirsty land. Psalm 42 verse, 20, uh, 42, verse 1 says, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. There needs to be longing uh, for the presence of God. And that longing needs to be unyielding because it says there, Early will I seek thee. And for many of us, and, you know, and for us also, like pastors, I, we've been, we were struggling with, you know, this phrase here, early will I seek thee. And it's only by the grace of God and His through His power and also things that we will do that we can seek God early in the morning. We commit the day to Him. So it's, it's an unyielding desire for the presence of God. And not only it's unyielding, but the longing needs to be earnest. And you see, you see here, my soul thirsteth for thee. That's earnest, earnest desire. If, if I ask you, do you want God's power to be manifested in your life? Or do you want God's uh, power to be manifested in this church? And I, and I assume that you will say, yes, of course. And that's the same, what will I answer to? Yes, I want it to. And then if yes, then there must be a yearning, a longing for God's presence. When there, 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 is, an, when there is an acknowledgement of who God is, and there's a longing of His presence, there is a manifestation of God's power and glory, even in the wilderness. Now, it's easy, it's easy usually to, you know, to, be, to see, to thank God, to see the glory of God in, in the situation we're in, 
we're not in a difficult situation, right? No, but it, it will be tested when we are in those moments in the wilderness. So you see, one, one of the God's purposes, why he allows, he allows tough times in our lives is so that the, his power, his glory will be manifested in your life and in my life. And it's easy most of the time to praise God and have that joy in Him when we are not in difficult situation, when, when our lives are calm. But our faith in Him will be manifested in the wilderness. In our faith, is our faith firm or is our faith shaky? And, and lastly here, I want you to notice in verse 2, the phrase, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Now, do you remember when, when uh, the times that God spoke to your heart? Especially, let's say, in this building, right? Because we can call this sanctuary. Um, you're listening to the preaching of whoever the, the preacher during that time, and God touched your heart. Do you remember those times? Yes, I, I, I believe you remember. And you knew he was there. God is there speaking to your heart. He wanting you, he wanting you to do something with, with what you, you, what, what you uh, heard. You know, those moments, you cannot trade those moments to anything here in this world. Those are precious moments. And you remember also the time where you committed your life or rededicated your life to him? In those, in those times, God was there. He is there. But how about when you, we are or you are in the wilderness in your tough times? Are you still passionately longing to see God's presence there? To see his power and glory? Now, there's a song, and I believe it's really familiar to you. And the song has words go like this. For the God on the mountain is the God in the valley. When things go wrong, he'll make them right. And the God of good times is still the God in the bad times. The God of the day is still the God in the night. And we should remember that. When we are always in, the, in that tough situation, when we are even in any situation in our life, we should always remember that God is willing that he will show his power and glory to you. If we are also willing to seek him early and to long for his presence because he will show us his power, his glory in your life and in my life. God wants us to have faith in him, even in, in times of troubles and in difficult, um, difficulties of life. God's power and glory also be manifested when we are in the wilderness. But we need to cry out to him. And let us choose him first before our busy schedule 
let us seek his face early in the morning over an extra hour of sleep, probably. I, I do not know if you are in the wilderness right now. Or maybe you are slowly heading there. I don't know. And always remember to cry out to him. We should cry out to him and have an importune kind of spirit. And do not quit until God lead you to his resting place. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment, this time. And, and thank you for reminding us, dear Father, of how precious it is that you're constantly and every day in our lives, you long for, for, for your people, for us to be able to spend time with you. And Lord, we, we ask that you would forgive us and that many times we took for granted of that amazing opportunity that we can come into your throne of grace. Lord, I ask, dear Father, that you would teach our hearts that we will be willing to spend time with you so that your power and glory will be manifested in our lives and here in your church. Lord, we thank you for all the things that you have done. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.